0: This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio.
1: A new report from RNIB is highlighting the impact sight loss can have on job prospects. Many people who suffer from the onset of sight loss in their working lives often face negative attitudes from their employer and, in some cases, lose their jobs. The study also found that admitting difficulties with sight was a major worry of employees. This report aims to increase understanding of what happens when someone is newly registered as blind or partially sighted. And with me now is one of the authors of the report, Alex Saunders. Thanks for joining me here, Alex. Hi, Steve. Okay, so it's a good report, a lot of uh, interesting findings out of it. Uh, for those who don't really understand all of this, in the sense that they don't understand how sight loss can impact on employment and employment prospects, can you maybe explain a bit more about that?
0: Okay. Um, well, there's evidence to suggest that there is a link between sight loss and job loss. Over a quarter of non working registered blind and partially sighted people said that the main reason for leaving their last job was the onset of sight loss or a deterioration in their sight yet almost a third of registered people who are not in work but you know, these people who had worked in the past got a good employment history said they could definitely or at the very least probably have continued in their job given the right support. So it's very important to know exactly what that support is, which helps people to stay in work.
1: And I guess as well it's important to maybe highlight from that that it's not always the case that the person who's losing their sight wants to leave the job. Uh, in fact, it maybe in some cases it's forced.
0: Absolutely. What, what came across loud and clear from this research, whether people were still in work or in fact, unfortunately it had to leave their jobs. There was a strong personal desire to remain in employment and not to be defined by sight loss. And I've got a got a really lovely quote. There's lots of excellent quotes in this report, but I've got a nice one I just like to read from somebody who said, I've always worked, it's important to who I am so that gives a flavour of just how central this issue is to people.
1: Something that stood out for me um Alex, is is the whole thing around telling your employer that you've got a visual impairment. And for years, it's something I didn't do in my Uh previous jobs in particular. uh, I I just couldn't bring myself to to talk about it. It was something which I almost felt was, because I was partially sighted, almost felt like, well, I'm on the side of sighted, so that's okay. (laughs) Um, And I don't need to tell people that I've got this visual impairment. Of course, then it became difficult uh, and I had to bring it up. And, And it was very difficult to do that in what, what you might class as a mainstream job. Um, coming to RNIB, however, I, I don't feel that issue at all, and that's, that's good news. But uh, mm-hmm. that's not the case for people out there, is it? it?
0: It isn't. I mean, as you just mentioned yourself, in terms of your own personal experience and, and, and at the start of this interview, you know, people often reported concealing their sight loss from their employer for long periods of time after it started to affect their working. There was a there's a perception really that that employers would view their sight loss negatively, and 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 force people to leave. And of course that was true for some people in the report, but but the really good thing is that for others, when they did disclose their sight loss, they received timely and welcome support to, to remain in work.
1: I I do think though there's a real issue here around the. Uh the information side of it, because we have two different sides to this. You've got the employer who may know nothing about sight loss at all and thinks that you know if, if someone comes to him and says, you know, I, I can no longer see or I'm struggling to see my computer or whatever, in that practical sense, mm. that the employer may say, well, you can't do your job anymore. If you can't do that, you can't do the job. And then you have the other side of it where the employee themselves don't know the support that's out there. It's a very difficult one to target, I imagine.
0: It is that, that that's where things things like the access to work scheme can be particularly important, um, both for for employers and, and employees really. Um, what the scheme does is it provides specialist equipment at no cost to the employer, so that that can assist someone um, who's experiencing the onset of sight loss to continue to do their job in 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 many cases, and um, and certainly in the work in. in in the research that we did we found lots of examples where individuals were using equipment that was provided by Access to Work, for example, you know, text reading and voice recognition software or uh large screen computers and, and bigger size keyboards in order to um to continue working and, and, and to and indeed to, to thrive. But of course, you know, the trouble is not many people knew about the scheme and And the the really striking thing from, from the research was that, in very general terms, those that were still in work were more aware of the scheme and so made use of it, and that those people who were not in work were less likely to know about the scheme or, indeed, to benefit from it. And so they may have known about it individually or through the support they received from outside agencies, or it could be that their employer had a good occupational health scheme, or, or indeed knew about the access to work scheme. So again, that was a, is a very, very striking finding. I think the importance of access to work and knowledge, knowledge about it.
1: Yeah, you know, I've been someone who has had my sight condition for well, since the day I was born. Um, I've never known anything different. I've always had this uh-huh. sight condition, and it's, in my mind, got steadily worse over the years, as, you know, as these conditions sometimes do. Um, but I think about people who are in work, who are going through that experience of losing sight loss and not knowing where to turn. It's such a personal thing. It's such an intricate thing that only the person who's living with it can understand, uh, which then, in, in a sense, isolates that person. Not everyone's going to pick up the phone to R and I B, as much as we all wish they would. Um, not everyone's going to do that. Not everyone knows about access to work. The employer might be making life even more difficult for that person. How does this report, uh, or does this report, go in any way to looking at that as an issue and saying, right, well, look, here are the answers to this.
0: Well, I think I think what we do is we highlight the kinds of support that that are available for individuals and. Um, that 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 spreads across three main areas i guess i guess it's the support that the employer can provide the support that colleagues can provide which is actually just just as important and also of course quick and easy access to adaptations in in the workplace so so there are these three key pillars that that help people to to stay in work and and obviously what we hope the report will do would be um we hope to be able to use this report in order to promote these aspects of keeping people in in in, in work. Um, in in terms of sort of the, the the personal impact, there are there are lots of lots of stories within the re, within the report that talk about the the personal journey that people went through. Um. And unfortunately, what happens is that for some people. With good support from their employer, understanding, empathic, uh, empathic understanding from their employer, Um, they're able to work through some of that whilst remaining in work. But for others, when when their employer isn't sympathetic, people don't know about the support that's available. start really to lean on employees to uh, to take early redundancy or early retirement and so on. Well, then then individuals end up losing their job and and then that that further compounds the um, the difficulties already going through around around experiencing sight loss.
1: Are there positives that have come out of this?
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That that that's that's the great thing about the report. So many people were able to remain in work and, and indeed thrive in their careers um, despite the onset of sight loss. We had a lovely story of uh, of one particular woman who who struggled, was, took six months to return to work, but their employer kept in touch, went to visit them, um, introduced a phased return to work, talked about uh, fewer hours, less time in the office and so on. A whole range of sort of Practical things that that the employer is able to do to facilitate the individual coming back to work, and well, six months later they're promoted into a supervisory role because um, they've gone from from strength to strength. So there's there's lots of very positive messages in in this report. As I as, as I sort of go you know go back to the um go back to the to, to the to the main point really I think which is that the evidence suggests in this report that practical and emotional support. Access to timely information and the provision of assistive technologies can aid job retention for blind and partially sighted employees. And there are lots of examples in the report of individuals who are able to stay in work and be successful despite the onset of sight loss.
1: Now, I must admit, I'd be very keen to read this report. I haven't read it all the way through because I want to ask you the questions about it, <laughs> which means, <laughs> you know, if I know all the answers, it, it makes it kind of pointless, doesn't it? Um, so, you know, I, was keen, I am keen to read this report, especially now I'm hearing more about it. Um, where can I find this report, Alex?
0: You can find the uh, report on the RNIB website. So that's rnib.org.uk forward slash knowledge and research hub. That's the area where we produce all of our reports, and if you just just look for understanding how the onset of site loss affects employment, you'll find the full report as well as a short um research briefing that summarizes the main the main
1: points okay well it is a fascinating report um I for one, will be reading it. I'd encourage employers listening to this to read it and other people in uh, a similar situation uh, to many people out there losing their sight. Um, It'd just be a really interesting time uh, to spend maybe reading that report because it might give you an indication of how to uh, overcome some of the issues and realise you're not alone. Alex Saunders from the Employment and Impact Team at RNIB, thank you for speaking with us here on Insight. Thanks very much.
0: Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio.
1: For more podcasts, check out insightradio.co.uk